As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene, was good. But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the ferryman of souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge this season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math and Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. A quick content warning before we start the show. This episode contains mention of Nazi eugenics. So if there are children around or you are sensitive to this kind of topic, you might want to skip it. Hi, I'm Eves. Welcome to This Day in History class, a show that reveals a little bit more about history day by day. Today is July 14th, 2019. The day was July 14, 1933. Nazi Germany passed the Law for the Prevention of Genetically Diseased Offspring. The law mandated the forced sterilization of people with disabilities and furthered the goals of Nazi eugenics. Sterilization is the process of making a person unable to reproduce. Hitler's deputy, Rudolf Hess, said Nazism was applied biology. In Nazi ideology, the Nordic or Aryan race was biologically superior to all others. Through their racial policies, they aimed to eliminate any biological threats to a so-called healthy Germany. 
Eugenics, or the practice of attempting to improve the genetics of a population by increasing the occurrence of hereditary characteristics deemed desirable and reducing the occurrence of those deemed undesirable, was popular in the United States, Brazil, Canada, and many European countries. Forced sterilization and the encouragement of reproduction in people who were determined to be fit to do so were common in those eugenics movements. Nazi eugenics and the law for the prevention of genetically diseased offspring grew out of existing eugenics policies. German physicians and scientists who supported so-called racial hygiene before the law was passed continued to support Nazi policies that ordered mass sterilizations based on scientific racism and false ideas of genetic fitness. With the backing of medical and scientific professionals, the Nazi regime carried out a program of hundreds of thousands of forced sterilizations and euthanasia deaths. The law was based on a voluntary sterilization law created by Prussian health officials in 1932. It was co-authored by lawyer Falk Rutke, director of public health affairs Artur Gutt, and psychiatrist Ernst Rudin. According to the law, people who were likely to have a child with, quote, serious physical or mental defects of a hereditary nature should be sterilized. People who were subject to sterilization under the law included people with, in the law's words, congenital mental deficiency, schizophrenia, manic depression, hereditary epilepsy, hereditary St. Vitus's dance, also known as Huntington's chorea, hereditary blindness, hereditary deafness, and serious hereditary physical deformity. People with chronic alcoholism were also subject to sterilization. The person subject to sterilization could apply for sterilization. The state physician or the head of a hospital, nursing home, or penal institution could also request sterilization for a person. Applications would be made to the office of the eugenics court, which was attached to a district court. Once the court decided a person should be sterilized, the operation had to be done, even if it was against the person's will. If necessary, direct force could be used. The law came into effect on January 1, 1934. Though there were courts, the decision to sterilize was often based just on the petition and some testimonies, and the patient was not always present. The three-member panel that reviewed petitions consisted of two doctors and a judge. Most of the petitions ended with approval of the sterilization. The sterilization method was typically either vasectomy or tubal litigation, an invasive procedure that caused many deaths. Many of the people sterilized were in asylums, but the main targets of the program were people who were not isolated from society and who were of the age to be able to reproduce. The application process, courts, and physicians and scientists gave the program an air of legitimacy, but in reality, the decision to sterilize just came down to who the Nazis thought would contaminate the gene pool and weaken the national body. They even sterilized people for their anti-Nazi beliefs. Around the world, some supporters of eugenics praised the policy, and people outside of eugenics movements also thought the policy was a good service for public health. Other people denounced the policy and feared the mass persecution it could cause. The Nazis went on to experiment with ways to sterilize people that didn't require as long of a recovery period. The sterilization of people based on hereditary illness and ambiguous categories of disease 
morphed into the murder of millions of people in the Holocaust. The sterilization program was largely suspended by 1939, but by the end of World War II, the eugenics courts had ordered the sterilization of an estimated 400,000 people. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If there's something that I missed in an episode, you can share it with everybody else on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at T-D-I-H-C Podcast. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the ferryman of souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge this season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.